Hello, everyone, and welcome to Grandpa's Tales of Terror. We are continuing with Drop Dead Gorges, Part 2. Let's find out what is going on with Edgar. Now close your eyes and let your imagination carry you into a world of fear and horror. <laughs> Edgar stared at the woman, following her every move. As she slowly and seductively made her way towards the bed, anticipation rose within Edgar. Getting closer, she untied the red silk bathrobe, letting it drop to the floor, allowing the curves of her body to infiltrate Edgar's mind. As she sat on the bed beside him, she opened her mouth to speak, but instead of words, an annoying sound came out. Bringing him out of the dream was the sound of his alarm clock, telling him to wake up because he had to go to work. Turning the alarm off a little harder than he should have was due to the disappointment of not knowing what was going to happen next in the dream. After taking a shower and shaving, Edgar dressed, filled his travel mug with coffee, Working on the same project as yesterday, again, he felt his mind start to drift, trying to remember what she looked like in the dream. Picturing her in the red silk nightie, he imagined that she provocatively made her way towards him, his eyes drinking in the seductiveness of her body, their eyes locking, hers telling him that she wanted all of to touch you, to taste. The phone on Edgar's desk rang, bringing him back to reality. Picking up the phone and saying hello, which contained a bit of disappointment with a splash of frustration, him thinking it was the same interruption that the alarm clock did this morning. He recognized the voice, it being his director. The director just wanted an update as to how close completion would be on the current project he was working on. After giving an update and hanging up, Edgar decided that he was going to go to the casino after work and maybe work on his drink selection, among other things. In the casino bar, Edgar chose something a bit more palatable for his tongue. A Long Island iced tea served the purpose. Looking out into the crowd, he noticed that the coat worker, the one he abruptly left behind, was there with a group of friends. Still looking around at the faces in the crowd of penny players and the $10 bets, he saw her. She was in the same place. Looking at her and reminiscing about the dream, he could have sworn someone whispered in his ear. Somewhat startled, and turning his neck quickly. He looked around himself, and no one was there. Looking back towards her, she now was beckoning him with her finger to come to her. Taking his drink with him, he made his way to her. Just like last night, another man was sitting in front of her, but this time, it was different. This man wasn't crying or asking for it. When Edgar arrived, the man stood up and said to him to have good luck because the machine was not paying anything. Edgar nodded, acknowledging what the man 
and said. The man walked away and Edgar sat down. A smile came across his lips and he, once again, was able to absorb her. Most of his senses working overtime. The beauty that he saw, the sound of her voice, the smell of perfume, the touch of her hand. One of the staff members of the casino was doing some cleaning when she accidentally bumped Edgar with her cart, which in turn caused Edgar's hand to knock over his Long Island iced tea, which spilled on him. The staff member started apologizing profusely. Standing up with agitation in his voice, Edgar bluntly told the staff member to be more careful next time and not so clumsy. Looking at his watch, what he thought had been mere minutes, the reality was five hours had passed. Knowing it was time to go, he started walking towards the exit. When he saw the co-worker up on the karaoke stage, singing, he paused for a moment, realizing that she had lied to him, telling him last night karaoke wasn't her thing. Getting into his car, Edgar drove home. She crawled toward him, licking her lips suggestively. Edgar's breathing and heart rate increased. She slowly started pulling the sheet off of him and started doing things to Edgar that had never been done to him before. He wasn't a virgin, but wasn't very experienced either. As she made her way up to his neck, she sat on him, throwing her hair back. As she started leaning in for a kiss and Edgar lifting his head to accept, the alarm went off again, totally destroying his world. Angry, he sat up, hit the alarm, not once but several times, very hard, as if his fist wanted to hurt it. He didn't want to, but he decided to shower, but didn't shave. Then he went to work. Stopping at a coffee shop to get his daily dose of caffeine, he arrived a few minutes later than usual. Sitting in his office already was the director. Edgar made excuses for his late arrival, to which the director replied not to worry about. He just asked how much longer the project that Edgar was working on was going to take. Edgar replied that everything was on time and would be finished on the date that he had originally stated. The director stood and thanked him, but also reminded him that this will either make or break the company's future, and a lot was riding upon this merger, so they need to know everything that he calculates, every risk. Edgar replied that he completely understood. Nodding, the director left, Edgar standing there, then mouthing a somewhat vulgar comment. Asshole. Working somewhat a bit faster, he realized that it must be the anticipation and release of hormones due to him reliving the dream in his mind, but hoping he would have the dream again tonight and have it go even further. Edgar worked through his lunch since, once again, 
he was going to go to the casino and visit her. Sitting back in his chair, he realized that he didn't even know her name. Putting his nose next to the grindstone, which really didn't last long, he started to daydream again about you-know-who. Ordering a Long Island iced tea and leaving no tip, Edgar took his drink and started walking towards her. He didn't want to call her drop-dead gorgeous because that was, he thought, creepy. Looking down and smiling as to what he was going to say to her, he looked up and she wasn't there. Quickly, that fight-or-flight syndrome kicked in. He went up to the machine that was there with someone playing it and in a bit of a panic asked the person where did the other machine go that was here yesterday. The older woman looked at him, somewhat irritated, and said she didn't know. Edgar aggressively retorted back that she should know and he hopes she loses. Walking away, Edgar looked and looked and then found her. She had been moved into a different area of the casino where the machines that bring in higher amounts and pay out less are somewhat placed on a pedestal, the money makers. Of course, the public doesn't know that. Walking up with tears in his eyes, he hugged Drop Dead Gorgeous and sat down and told her that he thought she was gone and he would never see her Again. Again, the hours seemed like minutes. Two hours had passed by when, walking right by Drop Dead Gorgeous, was the female co-worker. Edgar noticed her, but she did not see him. Drop Dead Gorgeous then asked him a question that surprised him. Do you like her? There was an awkward silence. Then Edgar said, not anymore, because he found out the co-worker lied to him. He then told Dropdick Gorgeous about the company night out and what the co-worker had asked him and so forth. But that was the night that he found Dropdick Gorgeous and didn't want anyone else. Edgar then asked what name could he call her. Dropdick Gorgeous laughed. <laughs> Pausing and coming up to the display screen as close as possible and looking into his eyes, she whispered, You can call me Lilith. <laughs>